Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, bars, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock. Oh, with it, keeping the beats on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome. To the city stand up James left but the king still reigns here No tears, no love lost, no rain here Delivers I promise Santa rain here Love, love for the city still resides here Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines Detox your mind cause it matters Art, art outside the box, we paint better The fix is in and we rock a channel We rock with them for what's deep within Expose those who talk but don't live Expose those who talk but don't live Take offense, take offense Judge by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they speak So tell me whose face do they see? Repeat, take offense Take offense, judged by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. It's your girl Dice Gamble checking in on this Wisdom Wednesday. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, sir. Right here on Holy Culture Radio. Stop playing. Y'all know where y'all at. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> We 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 uh we 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 get another chance, dice, to uh, come boldly right here on this uh, microphones we own, and uh, you know just share a little words of encouragement. Mm. Um, just continue to push the gospel um, to the mm. best of our ability. Kingdom advancement is always our goal. Listen, talk yeah. about some great music, mm. great artists, but uh, yes, we're gonna talk about some topics too as well that. You know, always will, you know, make you think a little different, maybe give you a fresh perspective. So today is nothing different. We started the week off, you know, MLK uh, mm. Monday. Then we talked about uh, Unity and CHH yesterday. Yeah. Um, if you missed that, go to holyculture.net today. You'll be able to hear that replay on holyculture.net. We talked about Unity and CHH yesterday on Tiptoe Tuesday. But yeah, today for our Real Talk topic for uh, Wisdom Wednesday, listen, we're going to talk about, you know, religion versus relationship. You know, um, this is one that's always a little, you know, a little tricky, you know, Mm. depending on how people define it, depending on how people look at it. You know, Mm. you don't want to be too religious Mm. or, 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 you know, you don't want your relationship to be too loose to think Mm. that, you know, you ain't got to change nothing either. You know, I know I Mm. I got my grace, my grace saints, you know, uh, Mm. the the, the price was already paid. I ain't got to do nothing. Jesus did all the work so I can do whatever Mm. I want. No, no. Mm. No, We're going to talk about both sides. You know what I'm saying? Religion (laughs) versus relationship. No, no, seriously. Some people really believe that dice that, uh, you know, because, you know, God came and uh, he he was sacrificed. You know, he was the sacrifice. So we ain't got to do nothing. We guaranteed as long as we believe in our heart um, that we're going. Mm. And uh, part of part of that is true, but I still believe there still needs to be some work. Um, mm. We have plenty of scriptures that back up that you know you have to be transformed, you have mm. to be changed. Your mm. life should start looking different. <laughs> Let's be it very should. clear. It mm-hmm. should. I'm just saying. So yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. Listen, um, we also have a um, exclusive again for you guys today, a spiritual uh, detox segment featuring uh, a brother from Houston and uh, New Orleans. Uh, our brother, it's called Nolens. Nolens, yeah, 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 yeah. Grew up in <laughs> New Orleans. He resides right now in Houston. Um, three, the soul trapper. Uh, we're gonna get him on the line, man, and talk about everything dope he got going on, man. New music, 
uh, new family. You know, he's freshly married and um, mm-hmm. got a baby on the way. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's going to be a, a very powerful, powerful spiritual uh, detox. Yeah. Uh, you'd be very surprised by this brother's testimony. So, listen, uh, let's get into it. Of course, you know what our mission is to expose mm-hmm. the culture to positive but relevant music that mm-hmm. keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. So, Dice, we're going to start off with some bangers already. Let's get into some. Uh, yeah, let's get into some KB. Uh, with that Graves, let's get into some new Pastor Mike Jr. Um, mm. as well with that winning. Uh, mm. but right now, let's get into some, uh, yeah, let me, let's get into, uh, I'm still playing my little young brother out of Shot Town, GAA Sun Sun. Let's get into that right now. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix, and the fix is in, yes, sir. DJ Focus Dice Gamble, you already know you tap back into the fix right here on mm. Sirius XM channel 154 holy culture radio and listen uh we get excited dice uh it's time for our spiritual detox um this is when we get a chance to highlight artists athletes entertainers you know they get a chance Mm. to come on here and share their faith journey and uh talk about all the dope stuff they do and listen dice i came across this artist so you know you know me when i you know i got a passion for southern rap so you know y'all pray i know yeah yeah i got a passion for it's something about southern rap it just hit different you know what i'm saying so i can't bass bro go ahead it it probably is it probably the bass and you know some of the cadence and stuff and everything that go with it but i came across this artist i'm like all right i listen to one track you know me dice i gotta listen to about at least four five things before i reach out if it ain't if it ain't solid i ain't reaching out so i listened to him and i was like man he got a nice little vibe um, so I was grateful when he uh, he hit us back and said, "Yeah, let's do it." So listen, I want to welcome in, man. Uh, I think he uh, I think he underrated. I don't know if he uh, getting his roses like he should get his roses just yet. <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and highlight him. So listen, help me welcome in my brother, Three the Soul Trapper. What's happening, man? What's gravy? Just just amazing to be here, man. That intro was fire too, man. <laughs> listen, listen, man. Um, I, I'm serious when I said, man. Uh, you know. We 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 not the all to all in, in CHH and uh, faith infused hip hop, but uh, if you come on here, man, we really believe in your ministry. We believe in your music, yeah. Um, and we don't say that lightly because we some hard critics. Let's be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, first out the gate, man, share a little bit of your faith story with the people. Maybe how you developed your own personal relationship with Christ. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. I uh, I grew up in the church. Actually, mom and dad pastors, uh, so we was in church a lot, like a lot. And so if any other PKs out there listening, I, I definitely can relate because I know how it is. You know, every time um, my pops get invited to preach somewhere, we got to show up, you know, first family, got to be on time, sitting on the front row, you know, make sure you tie straight, all that type of thing. So I, I grew up and came up in it, but it had yet resonated in my heart. It had never taken root. And so at the same time, my family kind of kept me sheltered from a lot of things. So, of course, when I was able to come from under that edge of protection, Oh man, I took off running. I I, I literally told the devil, look, I'm yours. You know, let's get with it. I ain't never get to know you, but I want to know you. And so, <laughs> really, I'm honest. So, I ended up getting accepted uh, to a college in, in Texas, Prairie View University. Shout out to uh, PBU. And uh, man, I love the moment I left the house. It was it was on. You know, I immediately immediately uh, begin to tap into the drugs, begin to tap into the party life, the college life. But um, man, the devil give you he 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 take you as far as you want to go. You know, it went from that to then I begin to uh, not only take, but then I begin to sell. You know, I begin to sell uh, marijuana, sell pills, sell um, promethazine and codeine, and it went from that to then printing up, pr- uh, pressing up fake counterfeit bills, hundred dollar bills, going around different campuses and getting over on their weed, man. And so I was I was in towers out there, man. I, I almost got caught up with that. Um. 
guys showed up, man. That was like a 10-year federal uh, federal case looking at 10 years of fair time. And so you would think when God allowed me to escape that, I would have said, you know, I surrender, but I didn't. It, it kind of it put more fuel to the fire. I looked at it like, man, if I could get away from that, shoot, I'm liable to get, I'm liable to get out of anything. And so, man, I, I come back to Houston, um, northeast side, and then we, we picked up right back where we left off, but it just intensified. You know, I'll go from little grams here and there to now I'm, I'm selling ounces, you know. I'm selling whole pints of lean. I'm, I'm selling a lot of pills. So um, being around that stuff, you can't just not indulge in it. At least I couldn't. And so after a while, I started getting high off my own supply. And it wasn't until, mm. man, I, I popped. I popped so many pills, uh, exo pills. I was up for like six, seven days straight, six days, no sleep. And um, God opened my eyes, man. I began to see into the spiritual realm. And so I was freestyling with a couple of my buddies in the, in the trap house we was in. And I literally began to see demons in them. I began to see spirits around the house. And uh, all I heard was them talking about how they was going to kill me. You know, they were going to kill me. They were going to hide my body. And so, man, it, it's a lot. You know, it was at that moment I knew like, all right, I, I think I went a little too far, <laughs> you know, so I need to come back home. And so from that point on, it was a struggle. It's a fight. You know, you're not going to change overnight, but the desire for change was there. You know, I tell a lot of people, man, that the, the change part is not hard because God is the one who does the change. And it's actually us wanting his will for our life. You know, that desire to want to do what he has called us to do. So what a, what, what, what a way to start to show off, Dice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, you got a powerful testimony, man. You you better testify, man. Man, Uh, listen, listen. In in the in the process of your transitioning and really like really coming back to God and 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 turning your life back to Him, talk a little bit about the struggles of submitting. Because because I hear I hear what you're saying when you say you know you was indulging into it and it was. Listen, let's be very clear. I always argue sin is always feel good to you. I don't know why, but it's like when you caught up in that web, it's like man, you can't tell me nothing. But talk about the process of coming out that web. I I hear you talk about you know you had your experience with popping the pills, but even after that, I'm pretty sure you probably still was still struggling. Did you have did you have to change your circle? Did you have to change your environment? It is, it is all of that. And that's a very good point to bring up because um, it does take that. It, it takes changing your circle, your environment. It it really takes a, a, a strong will um, just to say that, okay, I know I'm not perfect, but I'll try. You know, I feel like that's all God really wants us to do to try and not halfway try, you know, really try. And then what you can't cover, my grace is sufficient, you know, but you got to try. You got to do your part. And so I would try. And of course, I would fall. I mean, to the degree, even when I started doing Christian rap, because I was doing secular rap and I switched over. But I still was doing I still was drinking here and there, you know, de- dealing with fornication. And so those those things still came. But I always held myself accountable. I always knew that, OK, you can't stay here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not going to change overnight. But the goal is to get there you know you got to get there don't sit here you know you can't stay here talking about oh god's grace is sufficient because grace run out eventually (laughs) so it's like get get there and so in that process it takes humility it takes understanding that you know greater is he that is inside is really him it's not you you know nothing is about you it's all about him and really allowing him to do the work and and yeah it's like it's like allowing him to do the work so every time I bumped my head, I had to get up and allow the, allow the word of God to build me back up, you know? So that's that's what was key. Mm, that's good stuff, man. Now, he came right in the gate. 
focus, like you said, uh, giving a great uh, testimony and kind of painting that picture of what it really does look like. Um, I say to go from grace to grace. But I have a question for you. Um, how do you balance being a husband? Because, I, I, you know, and, and listen, now about to be a father, like, like, yeah. what does that look like now? Because it's very different. Like you said, you know, if you're you're in sin, you're in fornication, you're in whatever, whoop, whoop, and you're doing music like like what's the difference now? And like, how do you balance that out? I think it's I think it's initially is making sure that my foundation in, in Christ is rooted, making sure that he stayed a cornerstone, making sure that whether it's been a husband, whether it's been a father, whether it's been an artist, I have to make sure that those three things are are built on three, you know, are built on Christ, you know, which is the solid rock. So, I mean, if, if it's not, it's going to fall, you know, it's like spending daily devotion time in my word, waking up in the morning, even before I kiss my wife, you know, getting the word, even before I think about writing the song, getting the word, even before I think about picking up my child that's not here yet, but getting the word. So it's making sure that we keep Christ in the center and then everything else is going to fall into play. It has no choice. It's, it's going to fall into play. So, and I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to balance and I'm not on here saying that every morning I do that because I don't, I didn't do it this morning. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but pride, you know, it's, it's, it's annoying. It's a, it's a sacrifice. That's a great point you brought up. What has um, being married taught you? Like what, what, what is something that you've learned now being married compared to when you were single and understanding, you know, the role responsibilities and how things mm-hmm. kind of change? Man, off the cut, it's 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 another level of sacrifice. It's another level of understanding that it's no longer about you. You know, it's you have a whole nother a whole nother being to take care of, a whole nother being to look after to and not so much look after but to consider. You know, a lot of times I feel like we can be very inconsiderate, not just to like our spouses, but like to other people and their needs. You know, I feel like we're in a time right now, everything is about me, 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 I. You know, even social media, nine times out of ten we getting on there to check and see who's liking our stuff, you know, who are they looking at me or, you know, and it's like an actuality. Nah, like, so, so I feel like definitely having a wife made me look at other people's needs a little more, you know, let me put myself in their shoes. Let me see, let me see why they are the way they are. Let me see, you know, let me see how God made them and designed them. How does it fit me? How does it benefit me? But at the end of the day, what can I do to benefit them? What can I do to inspire her? Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, for those of, uh, I guess, our listeners who they have yet to listen to your music, how would you describe your style? Undescribable. <laughs> nah, I would, I, w- I would say <laughs> it's it's that gravy, man. It's it's that it's that grandma kitchen. You know, Thanksgiving, Christmas Day, and you're looking for that gumbo. You're looking for that that hot gravy. You know what I'm saying with the potato salad and greens. It's that. You know, we ain't dishing out no fast food. No disrespect to fast food. <laughs> But look, we we cooking up that real soul food, you know. I I I, I thrive on uh, having a real encounter, having a real encounter. Whenever you listen to me, whatever you're going through, whatever season you're in, to have a real encounter that'll help you during that moment. Is that how you came up with your name too, as well? Did that the, your new the way of your style inspire you to come up with your name? And, and what does your your name really mean? I, I actually, so I changed my name. Well, I'm going to refer to that. God changed my name. Uh, initially, I was going by Rodman, which was also my name when I was rapping Secular, which was, it was basically two of us. Um, me and another buddy of mine uh, formed a group called Dennis Rodman. But as time went on, we began to do shows and everything. He, he kind of was like, man, to be honest, that's really you. You know, you the whole package, you the artist, you know, 
I, I, I respect that. So I'm going to just drop back and let you do you. And so I took Robin and ran with it. Even came in the CHA space. I was Robin. Uh, so even some of my music is still titled under that. But um, I went through a season where God really, uh, really opened my eyes and, and asked me with a question as far as, are you really doing this for me? You know what I'm saying? When you get mm-hmm. on this, are you really doing this for me? Or are you doing this for yourself? And initially, we all, you know, we all say, nah, this for you, God, this, you know, this for you. But it, it, it was really a heart check because, you know, I can be honest and say when I would get on stage, it's like, it feels good. You know, you got the crowd screaming your name and people starting to know you and all this different type of things. And so God says, give me all that, you know, and anybody who knows uh, being an upcoming artist, your name is kind of everything because that's who people associate. That's how they're going to find you. So. God said, give me all that, you know, change my name. And it was like, dang, I'm I'm finally starting to get a little buzz. And now you're talking about change my name. Like, how are my fans going to find me? You know, this and that and that. But at the end of the day, I did it. Nevertheless, I was obedient. And um, my real name is Trey. And so that's where the three come from. And God mm-hmm. revealed that you, you, I gave you this gift, not to abuse it, not for you, but I gave it to you to trap souls. You know, take, take mm-hmm. what I do and go back to the same environment I took you out of and let that be 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 the hook on the end of the fishing pole so that's how we came up with three the soul trapper that's pretty dope oh you let me go (laughs) (laughs) okay okay no no i'm ready to roll out what is the hardest thing about doing the music that you do now like what's the what's what's the most challenging aspect of it i think late as of lately finding a thin line between making sure that i give them enough word to where their spirit man is getting fed but not so much to where i'm losing the world who i'm actually making the music for so i don't ever want to get to a point to where i'm too deep to where it's like the church is like oh yeah you know i know what he's saying but at the end of the day you know christ you know i want to reach the lost i want to reach the ones who don't know anything don't know anything about it so Mm. for for that i want to make sure that okay let me how can i create this to where i'm feeding them but i'm also mm-hmm. feeding them in i'm also leaving it to where man i i never knew that there was even a such thing as christian hip-hop you know i had a guy tell me man i didn't even know your music was gospel until i really played it a couple times and heard some lyrics where you're talking about god jesus and the holy spirit so for me that's what it is it's, it's making sure that you know i i have a man that he gonna be in there because he in me he gonna come out you know i live abundant to the heart the mouth speaks but it's also mm-hmm. allowing the gift, the creativity that God placed on each and every one of us to come out and couple with that to where now we're going to reach the world. You know, we're going to reach the nations. Listen, uh, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, man. We chopping it up with our brother, man. Three to Soul Trapper. We got to go to a break. We coming right back. Keep it locked. You tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You're tapping into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Listen, we're having a great conversation with our brother, Three the Soul Trapper. So listen, let's talk about it, Three. Um, you, you, you being, you know, having the opportunity to work on the mainstream side and come back over and now transition over to the Christian hip hop side. Talk a little bit about what's, what's your opinion and your thoughts on the state of hip hop in whole right now? As a whole, I would say, man, we to wow. I mean to be <laughs> to be to be to be honest, um when you look at how hip hop originated, when you look at where it started from, 
and then you look at where it's at now i, mm -hmm. I believe as a culture we give it too much praise you know we we give it we give it too much praise as far as we we started out from you know content and and people rapping about being a, a, a earnest living uh maker for the fam the man providing even even some of the r&b songs used to listen to the older guys saying you know they'll pay your rent i think it was babyface you know soon as i get home from work you uh, yeah. some of the things that's out now is just like yo like we losing it we losing it. and that's why i appreciate the space that we in because it, we we get to mm -hmm. shift the paradigm we get to shift the dynamic with the same mm -hmm. Um, who are some of the artists that inspire you, or where do you draw your inspiration from? That's crazy. It was just I was just talking about this with my wife literally last night, and okay, so what y'all talking about? To to be honest, um, I was I would say three artists, and um, none of them are gospel because when I first okay. started, uh, I, that's what I was listening to. I thought that was corny, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I like that stuff, corny. I would definitely say number one off top, uh, Lil Wayne, because because of him being where I'm from, New Orleans, the whole the whole hot boy scene. Uh, Michael Jackson is definitely a, a big part of that because of my pops. My pops used to have us looking at Michael Jackson videos and Janet Jackson videos. Um, so I feel like his sound is in there. And I also feel like uh, Young Thug's sound is in there just because of his creativity. His, it's like the different dynamics and different so it's like all three of those come combined in one listen being from new orleans talk about the uh just the whole scene of you know the cash money and no limit and what that brought to the city like i know that had to just be something different like man being it was, around it it was it was crazy and to be honest uh man we I, I I claim Houston not only because I, I've been here. I think this year I'll be in Houston longer than I've been in New Orleans. So I'm from New Orleans, but I live in Houston. So we left um, with a week before Hurricane Katrina came, relocated to Lake Charles, and then Hurricane Rita knocked us out of Lake Charles into Houston. And so, but it definitely had a, a major part to play in the city because it's like when when these local talented guys come and you know them, you know, like you've seen them, You've seen them at your local stores. You've seen them at the grocery store, the corner store. You you see them, and then to see them on the platform, big it does something to the city. It, I feel like artists has the same weight as a basketball team or a football team because you're representing the city. It's where you're from. It's in you. So a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, get hope, get inspired by these artists. So it, it definitely, man, it flipped the city upside down. It put the South on the map. I feel like that two thousands. It, it 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 put the South on the map for everything. I feel like it opened up the floodgates for for UGK for uh, Outkast. You know, it all came from that that sudden burst. That's good. That's good. I mean, you said Young Thug. I was like, yes. Can we get a Christian album from you, brother? <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, man. So what? <laughs> uh, this is a question focus usually asks, like concerning your process like what is the process for you either prior to recording or prior to a show like like what are some of the things that you do or you make sure you do like before you really get into that creative piece definitely um i don't even know how to i really don't think i have one to be honest i, I used to say i have one but as of lately man the way sometimes these words come it's like 
let me hurry up and scramble and try to find something to write this down because it's like words are steady coming, you know, verses are steady coming. And making music never been hard for me. It's like, I know that's truly a gift that God has blessed me with. You know, I can go in the studio and make four, five songs in one hour, you know, six songs in one hour. So it's like, I don't really think I have a process. I think it's really just, it's just God really in me. Like to, to be able to just come up with some of that stuff. I'm literally... I tell people all the time, what y'all hearing is the little voice I hear in my head. Like it ain't I'm just mimicking the voice I hear in my head. That's it. That's good. That's good. So that listen, good. you got this you got this new single out, man. And uh, you know, yeah. when me and Dice heard it, it makes sense now with the New Orleans vibe and you Ooh. took that little sample from my brother Mystical. Talk yeah. about that, man, and just putting that track together, man. I got you. Now that's actually a special track because uh, so last year. I took a break away from everything, took a break away from music, social media. Um, I just felt like I was losing it. Um, a lot of things going on personal in my personal life uh, to where it's like, mm, I don't really feel like three right now. You know, I don't really feel like a great husband. I don't really feel like a man of God. I just, I don't, and I don't, I know I've always been a type. I know, I, I know I represent him everywhere I go. So if I know I'm not in a good position to where I'm going to make him look good, then take it out, take the light off me, you know, because I don't want to do anything to, to mess his namesake up. So I just took a step back. And, um, That's so good. That's so good, man. Thank and, you for sharing that. <laughs> and man, in that moment, it was like I, I, I battled with depression. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much time we have. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Um, I, I left my job. And then um, we lost our apartment. So I had to move in with my in-laws, you know, and as a man, that's that strike a whole different, you know, a whole different nerve. And so really uh, a couple weeks after that, I think my wife gets pregnant. So it's like, hey, all right, God, I don't know what you got going, but I, don't, I ain't liking it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't liking none of this. And so how you expect me to go and minister to these people through music? And I ain't, I'm upset with you right now. You know, I don't really like the way my life looking. So that's what kind of caused me to, you know, take a step back. And then in the, in the process of that, I lost my aunt. Um, uh, very, very, really like my only auntie. And so mm-hmm. you, all these different things going on. Little did I know it was just a pruning process. It was God, you know, putting me through these things to, to really rebuild and reshape me. And so in that time, I also battled with depression. Uh, started back drinking a little bit. And it was like okay you're tripping like you gotta you gotta get it together you know i know you're gonna fall but you gotta get up you know that's the key you gotta get up and so when i got revelation that it, it was god still doing all these things to me it was still him allowing me to go through these things to build me with more character to put more patience in me to put more endurance in me you know to put more suffering a lot of people want the the the, the fame and the the goody goody from god but he says you're gonna suffer with me too you know you're gonna suffer the same way i did you're gonna be persecuted and so Going through that now and understanding it now, I'm, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate it. And I almost quit music. I, I, I say that too. I almost like I don't want to do no more music, none of that. And when I finally got myself back together, I, I heard that track. Um, I don't even remember why I heard it, but I heard it. And it was like, man, I need to be on go now. I'm on go. Like no longer will I, will I allow the enemy to plant these little thoughts in my head to quit, to stop that I'm not who God said I am, that, you know, all these things. So it was like, all right, you're right. You know, I went on a little fast, got up, dust myself off, and now we on go. Like, I'm talking about, I'm hitting the ground running, I ain't stopping, I ain't looking back. I love it. What's I'm next? glad that you... Go ahead. 
What's next? What's next? Uh, man, I'm sitting on three albums. Uh, wow, Dice, you hear that? He said he's just sitting on them. Listen, just yeah. keep a 16 open for your girl yeah. right here. Just, just keep it open. Right, yeah. Let me know when. And singles, like I really probably have enough singles to make another album, but I don't want it to be an album. So, um, we'll probably, we'll, we'll probably just throw out a couple more singles. Definitely got one coming. Um, the end of this month. And we're going we gonna to keep it going. We're we going to keep it going. The time is now, like, not just for me, but whoever listening to this, man, whatever God placed inside of you, birth it. You got to birth that thing. It, it's time to it's time to birth it. You know, some of us carrying these spiritual babies for way too long. You know, you got to birth it. God says, now, come out, birth it. Whatever he placed in you, that business, that barbershop, whatever it is, come out. You know, this time, God's hand is on it. Come out. I don't know who that's for, but amen. Amen. What's the... Uh... What's your most favorite song that you've created along the way? Don't do me that. That's released, like that's out. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or you could just uh, give us a little bit about what the song is about, but like, why it's your favorite? Oh, so I have this track called "Sleepless," and um, it's actually talking about some things. Um, during that time that I was telling you, I took I took a break away from music and start falling in depression. Um, it's also stuff in there, a, a, a different side of my testimony that I hardly ever share because I, I wasn't free from it. I still I still was kind of embarrassed to talk about it, you know, to share. But that's in there. Um, it's really a vulnerable song. I feel like it's the most vulnerable song I ever made. It's the most transparent song I ever made because I don't usually allow people in those places to where I'm still trying to get comfortable in. But I, I put it out in the song and and in that it was healing. In that it was like, whoa, okay. I feel good. You know, I'm free to talk about it because it's somebody going through the same thing. And so you never know who you reach. You never know who might hear that song and say, man, I never knew you went through that. You know, I never knew you, you dealt with that. I knew you dealt with this, but... I didn't know you dealt with this too. You know, I'm struggling with so uh, it's called sleepless. Um, it's definitely coming out this year. I'm really trying to empty my whole vault out this year. Like I'm really on go. Ain't got to come out everything. That's good. That's good Listen, man. we appreciate you rocking with us today. Can you tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, and uh, introduce your latest single? Yes, yes. So latest single is On Go by Three to Soul Trap and myself, the gravy baby himself with a whole lot of flavor. Hey, come check your boy out. You can follow me on social media at Soul Trapper Three Trapper T R A P P A not E R Trapper. Come on, black folk. All folk. I don't mean to be racist or nothing like that, but <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, you better call that out. <laughs> Trapper. Call us out. So yes, uh Facebook. Man, really, y'all follow me on Instagram. Y'all gonna catch me everywhere else. We still trying to mm-hmm. learn to, to navigate through all these different platforms. But find me on Instagram and YouTube. You're gonna find me everywhere else. Listen, three, uh, it's been an honor having you on here. And, you know, obviously, uh, thank you for your testimony. I'm sure it inspired a lot of people today. And I uh, definitely want to encourage you to keep on pushing. And congratulations on finding a queen. And definitely, God blessing you. Um, man, listen, um, spoil the baby. Just forget about it. Like, just make, make let him, just, let's just let it go. Like, don't, don't overthink this thing. Okay. Just, but, uh, take, take a lot of photos, man. Cause we following you. I mean, we waiting on the music, but honestly, I was just ready to see a picture of the baby. Like I was like, is the baby here? Oh, the baby ain't here yet. So, yeah. so, um, 
Yeah, man, we, we fanning, we fanning out here, but, um, you know, God is about to take you somewhere new and it's exciting. And, um, you know, li- listen, keep us, uh, keep us in the loop, man, of all things, God, what you got right. going on. So we're here, whenever you drop whatever. And, uh, like I said, holler at me in the 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep it locked. Yeah. You tune into the fix. <laughs> And the fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You're tuned back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Stop playing. It's time for our real talk conversation. And Dice, listen, this is going to be another good one today. So today we're going to talk about what's the difference between religion and relationship. Mm. So I think, you know, I think there's a significant significant, uh, distinction between religion and um, because when I think religion dice, it, mm. I think about, you know, rules, regulations, okay. mm-hmm. um, and, and staying stuck in those rules and those regulations. They can't be broke. This is what it is. Like, okay. you know, every time I look at, you know, religion, it's about following the rules, the regulations set forth, uh, uh, uh in front of you. And, uh, I think a lot of times religious people, I think they do mm-hmm. it to kind of like gain favor from God or something. Like, I, I really, I really feel like they, they feel like this is what they're doing. They're mm. pushing it this way because this is the way God will want. And I believe that they feel like they're going to like receive favor from God. I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's just my perception of it. Now, mm. when you talk about relationship, come on now. This is what I like talking about. I ain't going to kid you. I like talking about mm. relationship. I think a relationship with God is about opening up yourself, um, understanding grace, understanding God's love, understanding mercy within God's love. And also developing a personal relationship with the father. And mm-hmm. I think this, the relationship piece will help you navigate through everything in your life. I really always argue if you can have an effective relationship with God, you can have an effective relationship with anybody. I really believe that. <laughs> I do. Oh, hardly. And I think, I don't know, sometimes people try to mix the two. And for me, that's problematic. Well, I, I sit on the opposite end of what you just said. There is no religion without relationship and there's no relationship without religion. Ooh. Like if I if I have a relationship with you, I have to be religious about showing up in that relationship. Like I can't be married and then I'm home two days a week and think I'm going to still have a marriage. It don't work like that. Like you have to do some things religiously and like you got to brush your teeth religiously. You got to go to the doctor religiously. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to go to work religiously. Like I think the problem for me, and this is my experience, is when you have one without the other, you can't have one without the other. And I think that's where religious people look weird is because they don't know how to have a relationship with people. And we see they don't have a relationship with God. They've been so let me show up my ties, go to church on Sunday. I'm done. That's not how that works. You can't just have your religious behavior and no relationship with God. It don't work like that. You know, like just like with us, you know, the only way we grow in our faith is we have to become repetitious with our trials and tribulations and walking with God. We have to have a religious mindset when we wake up in the morning to say, let me seek God first. That's called being religious. But because you have people who they want to come to church and act like they know everything, but you know that they didn't get up and pray about nothing this morning. That's why you see them as just religious because they don't have a relationship. You can feel it when they when they start opening their mouth because, you know, they're not tapped in. That's why people can receive from 
non-Christians more sometimes because you'll find some people who they're really good lovers of life and lovers of people. Maybe they don't know God, but they've been very consistent with loving. And so when you meet them, you're like, ah, they feel like they probably know God, you know, because you get the sense that they have a relationship with people and a relationship with God. Maybe they're not religious and show up at church 29 times a week, but you feel the relationship part. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the, I think my, my, my observance has been, especially dealing with anybody's church. I don't, I listen, my family knows it. We're the black sheep over here, but for all, all of our parents are pastors or bishops or what have it, have you. And I think the challenge that me and my siblings, and even sometimes my husband we've had with our parents has been when they become over-religious. It's like you become over-religious. You're more concerned if I show up or present or put on the white gloves than if my relationship with God is good. You didn't ask me where I am right now on my walk, my spiritual walk. You didn't ask me what is God showing me? Where is God leading me? You didn't ask me if I even prayed today. You know what I'm saying? You're more concerned if I paid my tithes or I showed up on Easter. So it's like you can't, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with showing up every Easter. But it's the relationship part that's missing. You can't do, you know what I'm saying, people who, and like I said, this is the minister dice in me. Like people online, they joke and they joke and they, if I know your tongues more than you, more than you do, why do I know you, you say you speak in tongues, but why do I even, why can I, why can I mimic your tongues? I shouldn't be able to hear that all the time because when you, when you get down to it, the Bible's very specific about people who speak in tongues. There should be an interpreter. Like I should never be getting that from you. And I don't have some type of interpretation. The Bible is very clear because I don't understand your tongue. I shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's your heavenly language. So it's like, there are certain things we play with in the body of Christ. And it's like, why would you play with that in front of a non-Christian? Because now a non-Christian, when they like, man, I, I feel like I got the Holy Ghost. They say I can speak in tongues, but I don't even know. Cause sister Johnson and be playing with it all the time. Like, why are you playing with me? Don't play with me. Like, if, if God is leading you to, to speak that way, fine. But you shouldn't be over here joking in and out of the spirit all day. That's that's not how that works. So that's what I'm saying. Like, when you talk about relationship versus religion. Yeah, I don't like it when religious people be playing games like that. It's like, no, really? I don't either. I don't like that. That's what I'm like. So, yeah, it to, that's. And it, like I said, I think I like I like how you were saying, <clears throat> yeah, the religious part. It, that's the disdain that people have with Christianity is people you, y'all so religious but you're not doing the basic work you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying y'all ain't said nothing to me about Christ you know what I'm saying but you over here doing all the action you you speak in Christianese all the time blessed art thou amen brother sister hallelujah glory to God like okay that's fine but guess what you ain't talked to me one time about for God so loved the world you know what I'm saying the wages of sin are death Truly, truly, I say unto you, you know, who believes in me, you're going to have eternal life. Like, you've never had that conversation with me. We never talked about Christ, but you want to be over here acting so holy. That's when you look very religious. And that's when you're coming off very religious. You are being extra religious because you're not even tapped into relationship. And I think that's what causes the divide. That's why people have church hurt. Hundred percent. Because people are too religious. So you in here, you you jump up and down every Sunday, you run across the pulpit and you go do your laps, you hallelujah and you scream out, and then when you go home on Monday, you cussing your whole family out. And and you back to what you do Monday through Saturday. Yeah. 
that's that's when you don't I know you ain't got no relationship you know so it's hard <clears throat> you know you want these PKs and all these other people showing up to the church to be on board with what you got going on but you got to show up in your relationship I should know if you got God on you and that's why the Bible says spirit recognize spirit it doesn't say humans recognize humans it's like I can see past that flesh you know that flesh I see straight past that flesh your spirit is going to connect with my spirit and if something's off God's going to show me and it jumps out like boom this person is not in the will of God like why did God set it up that way because God's smart yeah, look, look, look past that beautiful outside and go straight to that spirit. And let's see what that spirit talk about. That's why people see stuff on you. And thank God for all the men, men and women of God who they call it out as soon as they see. You. I've walked in a church before and somebody call a thing out on you real fast. Oh, I see that. What you, yeah. woo, what you see? Uh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard mm-hmm. too. yeah that got to go. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. So I, I thank God for the people who do get up religiously and pray to God. I thank God for those people who do religiously pray for me and even this show. I thank God for people who are constantly interceding on our behalf, focused, because we need those people. But we also need them to them to have a relationship with God. That's what brings the balance of the church. It's like, yeah, I'm over here. I'm over here at, at church every week if you want to come by for prayer. They're over there religiously. Thank God. But I know for a fact they own their face before God when I when I roll up. I know they've been in there blessing the oil all week before I roll up. Like, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's different. That's what makes it different. It's like you can't have one without the other. That's 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 been my experience in life. Is there's some things you're gonna have to do to grow in your faith. That's just me. <clears throat> I mean everybody got their different opinions on this. I'm just saying, like, it's the it's when you just religious. That's when I can't rock with you. No, I agree. I think that's why so many people debate this because that's where the whole uh, issue came you know you're religious versus having that relationship with God yeah. and and you brought it up absolutely I agree with you wholeheartedly uh, when you say that yes you should have a religious relationship with God and everything flows through that mm-hmm. but that's usually not what's happening no. what's usually happening is is people are so religious mm-hmm. especially you know I'm just be honest you still have people that are stuck mm-hmm. in everything Everything in the Old Testament is the law. Mm-hmm. Literally. I, I, I have these debates all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I have uh, some of the seniors sometimes even tell me, what, 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 what Bible are you reading from? You're not reading from the, <laughs> what King, Bible the you King reading James. From? No, seriously. I have, I, have, I have some senior elders who believe if you do not read from the King James Version, you are not reading God's true word. I'm promise, I, I get this talk to me every day and I, and I tell them that's religious. That's not that's not true. That's not accurate. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> even before the King James version, I'm pretty sure it was another version that was in Greek and Hebrew that you can't even read, and neither can I. Let's be very mm-hmm. clear. Like, come on, this thing has been changed multiple times. So don't 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 do that. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You know, when you talk about this relationship versus religion, listen. I, I think the the big thing too as well. Especially when you, you you get into these these heated conversations with you know people that uh, want to mm-hmm. talk about this, mm-hmm. love. I, I can't I can't express it enough. Mm-hmm. Love speaks about the relationship that you have with God, yeah. and I think sometimes as believers we don't show love, and we definitely don't uh, talk to each other respectfully. I have I have mm-hmm. seen like you said on the internet people going back and forth and, and cussing each other out and thinking mm-hmm. this is cool this ain't cool mm-hmm. like you represent the body both of y'all so look mm-hmm. what you guys are displaying that everybody can see amongst these chats mm-hmm. 
Yeah. No, I, I, I remember growing up, um, one of my family members, uh, I shared with them that we needed to minister to this young gentleman. And, um, you know, he was a little kid, a teenager. And her response to me was, uh, uh, you know, he cussed too much. So as soon as he said cuss word, you know, I can't even be in his presence. And I was like, but you act like you haven't. Okay. 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 I was like, listen, everybody is not where you are. And you have to remember that you didn't used to always be there as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But why would you limit somebody else's vocabulary to what God has called you to do? Like, I care less what somebody else is into. It's like, it's if, if I know I'm called to share a message, I'm going to go share that message. Like, and here's the deal. Everybody's raised differently. So things that are allowed in different people's homes, it, you know, it's very different across the board. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I think we were talking about this yesterday. Like you got to stick to the mission, like your cause, like know why you are doing what you're doing. Like we're not out here just playing this music on the show. Oh, we only going to let people who uh, don't cuss listen. Like we can't control that. You know what I'm saying? No. We just, we, we just playing this music, you know what I'm saying? And they're going to get this music regardless of if they in or out, they're going to get this music. If they land on the station, like that's not our business. You know, our business is to continue to push this kingdom message. So I just think to your point, that's a religious, um, it's just a religious mindset. You got to, you just got to let go of control. I think it can be very controlling. And I think that's why people often shy away from ministries who aren't involved in relationship. You know, like <clears throat> I made a comment, um, I think last year about black church and white church. I'm like, man, uh oh. All the yeah, Uh-oh. we going there. You going right, there? Church, okay, right, church, white church. Sure. I'm buck. Look, I'm buck. I'm buckling up now. Buckling. Put your seatbelt on. Put your seatbelt on. In all of my years of life, black church has been more animated. White church has been more teaching. And for me, being raised in the animation, it it at one point in life. It had become a game. You play the game. You come in church. They touch your forehead. You fall out. You do your dance. You run up. You yell, scream. It's interactive when you go to Baptist church. It's interactive. Let's just be honest. But one of the things I learned, and not that, quote unquote, white people taught me this because we all know the Bible is not white. One of the things I learned from being taught was we respond out of where we are emotionally. So we as African-Americans are constantly, we're emotional people. We always have these, you know, we're very explosive and animated and colorful. And so, yes, when we are in a, in a freedom, in a freedom environment, especially in a spiritual, spiritually free environment, we express mm-hmm. in a way that we can just be super free because we can't be that way oftentimes on the street because people look at you crazy. Like, what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? So it's a safety net in us having a place where we can go and be free in the Lord. 100% and express as loud as we want, as crazy as we want. And so I had to grow an appreciation for that because I initially started to grow a disdain because you see people in the church acting that way, but they're not changed. Thanks. So it was like, you can't come up in here, run around and, and act the donkey, you know what I'm saying, to pass out and get back up and run around and do all this with your wig off. But you go home for the next week and you're not changed now. Like we're not doing that. 
So what I what keep I what your, I keep your wig on, keep, keep your, your wig, wig on. Like you you can't be in here cutting the food, but you ain't nothing changed. You wasn't delivered. Like and here's a, and that's what I said. Like and being in like I said different white churches and one this is what this is a call out because they've done a great job. Not all of them, but a lot of them have done a great job at having uh things during the week divorce um classes you know addiction classes uh reformation a class adoption classes like they've done a lot to get that relationship teach you about relationship like you know i'm saying and that's something that i said a lot of black churches are now implementing like these different classes and courses during the week to to help you to tie in to the relationship of god but it like back in the day it didn't exist it was more on the white side versus the black side so i but like i said you have to teach people that just because they go to church and they feel something doesn't mean they're changed and this this is this is it's important Yes, you feel something when you're here. You're supposed to. It's mm-hmm. all around you. You're not going to get away from this feeling because the Holy Spirit is in the building. So you're going to get hit. Okay. But you got to know that it's in there to help you to start to change and move your life towards God. You know what I'm saying? That's God giving you that awareness. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. Yep. You're not alone. So now what are we going to do together? But you have to follow through or otherwise it, it, it's there's no relationship. You will be stuck in that church and you just be religious. Oh, I come here every day. The pastor going to preach. I'm a hoop. He going to hoop. I'm throwing down $20 and I'm running out. No, that becomes religion. If you're not growing, you got to continue to grow in God's word and in God's will for your life. So, <clears throat> you know, that's what I'm saying. Like the one versus the other. I think they go together in a perfect world. They go together. But you can always see when there's an imbalance, you know, like and here's the thing. Focus on them. Call this out. We have a lot of people in our community we know love the Lord, but you know they don't really do anything for God. Nothing. I love God. Okay. <laughs> Listen, uh, DJ so, Focus, Dice Gamble. Listen, let's I talk promise about you, it. don't touch that dial. We coming right back. This thing is hot off the press. We talking religion versus relationship today. Keep mm. it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And the fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Listen, we are in the middle of our real talk conversation today. We're talking religion versus relationship. Mm. And um, Dice, let's put some Bible on that thing. I know we, uh, you know, we, we, we talk a lot in that first piece, but let's put some scripture on it and dive back into um, a couple of more thoughts uh, before we close out. Okay. Well, um, Focus, I know you had. Um, you pointed out the uh, Hebrew scripture, uh, and I want to read. I want to read that one next. But the, the one that kind of I don't know jumped in my mind was where Jesus criticizes religious leaders. Matthew twenty three, and Jesus said to the crowd and to his disciples, the teachers of religious law and Pharisees are the official interpreters of the law of Moses. So practice and obey whatever they tell you, but. Don't follow their examples, for they don't practice what they teach. They crush people with unbearable religious demands, and they never lift a finger to ease burden. Everything they do is for a show. On their arms, they wear extra wide prayer boxes with scripture verses inside. They wear robes with extra long tassels and bells. They love to sit at the heads of tables and banquets and sit in honor at the synagogues. They love to receive respectful greetings and walk past the marketplaces as people call them rabbi. Don't let anyone call you rabbi for you only have one teacher 
and all of you are equal as brothers and sisters. Do not address anyone here on this earth as father, for only God in heaven is your father. And don't let anyone call you call you teacher, for you only have one teacher, the Messiah. The greatest among you must be a servant. But those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who hum- humble themselves will be exalted. <clears throat> and I love this one because he's teaching. He's like, Yes. If, they're, if, if they're teaching you the correct word, that's fine. Follow the word, but not that behavior of I need to be seen. I need to be heard. Look at what I got on. I'm the loudest. I'm the most. This is what I'm talking about. And it's it's in humility. It's like I need to walk and be humble. Like I need to be teachable as I'm teaching. But I also need to humble myself. Like I don't need to exalt myself. So I'm not better. And that's the one thing. I, that's the, it's a huge call out for me concerning religion and this is where i do side with chh where i'm like look you're not better than me i'm in the streets ministering you like yeah you might have a church that's great but i'm out here talking to 250 lost souls per week risking my life in a trap giving that same message like you're not better than me though you know what i'm saying but you turn your nose up at me when i come to your church or you turn your nose up when they want to come book me for an event for the youth but you got to understand like we're we're teaching the same we're doing the same mission out here but we're Christ. doing it differently and I, i'm not trying to say i'm a, i'm better than you because you a bishop or you're an apostle or you're a reverend a doctor whatever like i'm not out here trying to say that and christ is very specific like hey listen be, be teachable but don't be out here acting like you better than like that's and that's that relationship versus religion like that's not jesus wasn't on that look at me look at me look at me look at what i got on look how look at look at this look 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 look. he he didn't care about that he cared about having that relationship one of the things jesus did religiously was show up and talk about his father in heaven that's Mm -hmm. that's what we gotta we gotta stick to the format of of you know this being a a, um you know i'm coming to my people i'm talking to my people but I'm telling them the truth religiously. Like they, it goes together, you know? So, and you can't just be out here acting like you just treat me like I'm the, the greatest thing walking or the greatest thing since sliced bread or that my, my grandma see your poo poo don't stink. Like you can't, you can't be out here treating people like that. They're not better than you. Like that's, that's the one thing is like, people are not better than you. And we do have a lot of people that come across a pulpit that act like they better than everybody it's like you're not better than me you at any given moment you could fall back in the sand and be right back where you were you know we're in this together you know what i'm saying like yes you've been called to do a certain thing but hey that's on you you've been called to do that so you you should definitely be more into the relationship with god because i need you know i need you to be i need a word from you because you know what i'm saying like now you you got a different mantle so uh, anyway but um that was good. I, I just want to point out that, that Matthew yeah. um, 23 is so important because absolutely he was correcting the Pharisees mm-hmm. for making and creating their own rules mm-hmm. that did not line up with scripture. And mm-hmm. I often think about how sometimes even now, you know, some who profess to follow Christ are actually following man-made religions mm-hmm. and not following Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. that's why that's so important. That's why we always say kingdom advancement. We're talking kingdom about the kingdom of Jesus, Jesus yeah. Christ. That's what yeah. we're talking about when we say oh. things like that. So I'm glad you pointed that scripture yeah. out. That was a good scripture. Yeah, and you talk about kingdom in verse 13. If you if you keep on reading that Matthew 23, and Jesus talks about, yeah, you Pharisees, you hypocrites, like you trying to shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in the people's faces, yes. telling them they won't go in but he says you won't go in yourself 
while you're trying not to let other people in. You don't get to hold the key to the kingdom, you know, like, but you do have religious teachers, Pharisees and hypocrites who act like they're so perfect because they do these they do these actions every day. But it's like he, he's very teach. quick. You better teach. No, I'm saying. It's I'm true. in the cash app now. No, you, you're fine. No, he, no, no, I'm just saying, call them blind fools. You swear by heaven, but uh, guess what? Uh-uh. Like, uh-uh. You, you can't swear by the one who's sitting on the throne. Like, you're not God. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a sorrow awaits, uh, waiting for you. Like, there's going to be a great disappointment for those of you who blindly guide others to be like this, to be hypocrites and Pharisees. And I, that's what I'm saying. There's a huge warning here that, yeah, y'all may think that's cute. You know what I'm saying? That y'all are mimicking people who act like this. But Jesus is very clear that, um, yeah, yeah, heaven is not for you. Heaven is not for you. Like I say it all the time on the show. God's currency is people. That's what God cares about. You know, there's it's not it's, it's not it's not God's currency is religion. It's God's currency is relationship first. Mm-hmm. You know, and to, and to build that relationship, you have to do some things. What religiously, you know, you got to show up. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it is definitely that relationship first. It is not about you being more religious first. So, I mean, it's 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 just lined out. That's why I'm like, man, I think they could go together, and they do go together to build each other. But when you lean into just religion, that's where you miss God and you miss people. Facts. We got one more scripture. You got another one? Did you say you had First Peter? Which one? Which one was the other scripture you said you had? Play. No, I'm sitting here. No, no, because I want to make sure we give them some Bible. You know, nah, they, they be talking was, about they be talking like, about us sometimes. Like, give us some Bible. Nah, we gonna give you that Bible. I think it was. I think you were saying um, it was it was it Hebrew. It was Hebrews, right? Hebrews. Yeah, it was Hebrews. It was Hebrews. Uh, you know, so, I, I want to point out something yeah. else. Why you? I know you find that scripture, but I want to point out the um, people understanding that holiness and obedience to scripture is very important. Mm-hmm. I talk about it all the time when I say we need to submit to God. Mm-hmm. We need to submit to God. That is a part of being transformed, your heart being transformed. You start the process of of trying to walk this walk in a way that God will be pleased with. And I think a lot of times people struggle in that area, especially when you talk about um, the relationship part and having that authentic relationship. I do believe people are having great relationships. They're getting the revelation from God, but they're not sub- submitting to allow the holiness process to start. I call it a process because mm-hmm. when you're obedient to God and you start submitting to God, it's very important because your heart starts to be transformed. Your walk starts to be transformed. And to me, that's the evidence that God is working in your life. And then I love the fact that that's the very, that's one of the best evangelism evangelism tools is seeing somebody seeing your life transformed right in front of their lives. Like they literally know you were a drug dealer, you were a prostitute, whatever. You were a liar, you were a thief, whatever mm-hmm. you may have been, whatever you're saying. Mm-hmm. You you struggle with gluttony. I'm mm-hmm. just throwing out a bunch of sins now. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, all right, wow, I ain't seen her do that in about two weeks, a month. Oh, bro, bro, starting to you know change his ways. Uh, you you spoke about um um I think it was yesterday when you talked about um being able to go minister to somebody and build a relationship, even yeah. though they may not understand how to talk without yeah. using cuss words. Yeah. A lot, a lot of times you got to go build a relationship and maybe you can expose them to on how to speak proper English because they're around you now and they constantly hear you speaking. So now maybe they start to ask questions. You know, why do you speak so proper? It's funny. My, we, we used to get this all the time. Um, right. <laughs> unfortunately, why y'all act white? Like, 
What do you mean? What is what is what is act white? What what does act white mean? I'm trying to understand like what does act white mean? You know what it means. Da 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 da. And it was just that you know, yeah, absolutely blessed. We 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 furthered our education a little bit, so we did do some schooling, but we also got a circle around us and built relationships with people outside of the inner city urban community and the family that could teach us some different things. You know, we talked about investing and everything. So yes, people started noticing that we started talking different, moving different. And the base of it was God showing us, okay, you have to use wisdom in everything you do. So that's why I gave that example of, listen, people are even recognize you in different circles and you talking different and you moving different and you doing things different and I believe that's 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 it right there like well, why are you moving different because of God <laughs> yeah I'm telling you because of God uh, I'm, I'm blessed to live in this beautiful home I tell people all the time how did you get the, they ask how do you get that house God got it I promise you I, I'm not smart enough uh, God blessed us with a beautiful home and I'm grateful for it and he's blessed us with a lot of different things but that's a, one of the things when people come over like wow this is a beautiful house you got all this space da, 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 da. how'd you get this up God mm. it wasn't a realtor mm-hmm. it wasn't my bank account it was mm-hmm. God you know it <laughs> I, I, yeah. I love it I love it man um, it's just there's so, there's so many scriptures to back up how we're supposed to approach this um first corinthians i just wanted to run through this um what is it uh first corinthians 1 and 7 says uh for christ did not send me to baptize but to preach the gospel not in cleverness of speech but so that the cross of christ would not be made void that's just another scripture talking about we don't have to be out here sounding so intelligent i mean it's great if we go to uh, theological school seminary and things like that shout out to liberty university you know like i get it I've taken a lot of classes and you can show up and and, and speak very eloquently. Mm-hmm. But the goal, the reason why we're just supposed to preach Christ and Christ crucified and just keep it basic is so that people can receive it yeah. so that people can receive it. And so, I mean, it's just like we just got to remember, remember in purpose. And that's that's all I got to say. No, that's good. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got to go to a quick break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. But right now, let's get some of that uh, Brandon and PNS Scooty Wop with that weight up. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yep. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, Wisdom Wednesday. Y'all welcome. Yeah, I'm just saying that. Y'all welcome. <laughs> right here on Holy Culture Radio, uh, we we had a great uh, conversation today talking about religion first mm-hmm. relationship and um dice i i think my closing thoughts are real short and simple i think people should see um the power of god in you i think people should see the transformation uh in you i, I really think that um the old self um needs mm. to die it should be mm. crucified mm. um you, we should definitely be operating uh, from a a standpoint that we showing the relationship that we have with Jesus Christ is authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, not making our own rules up and and and, and being, you know, legalist to our own rules and stuff that you know is not with Scripture. Mm. Um, and and I think it should be more life application. I, I, that's what I love about what we do here on the Fix, and even some a few other shows that do it too as well. Man, get free. Stop yeah. holding back what God has freed you from. You never know who can hear that story and it, it empowers them to know God on a different uh, level. And because, and because you know, the, the devil always trying to shame myself. Like, yeah, if you tell people you struggle with porn, they're going to look sideways at you. Look, look sideways at me. Mm. I am nowhere near perfect. God's still working on me. 
Um, but yes, I struggle in a lot of areas, but God has freed me in a lot of areas. Come on, and, now. I, and, and to God be the glory. Like I said, God has freed me in those areas because mm. focus is nasty in the mind. I promise you, in my mind, is not. No, no, seriously, if if I act out my way, I'm in dice. Don't laugh because if you had it your way over there, dice, so stop yes. it. You know what I'm saying? No. We, no. When we when we sin, we sin on a high level. Yeah, no, let's be very clear. Oh, please, I used to tell him, I said, uh, the first scripture I knew uh, in the Bible was uh, hot or cold, you know, like. Hey, mm-hmm. I was like, I was all the way hot, a cold all the way, you know, like I, I, it wasn't no middle Jesus. It was just like, either I'm all the way in or I'm all the way sinning. Like no, I'm, I'm going to hell. I'm taking people with me on purpose. Like I'm, that's my goal, you know, like, so yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I, this is a really good one. This is, um, this is hard for the church to receive. It's hard for a lot of people to receive, but it's true. You know, and I love that, like, we read enough scripture to, you know, even point out, like, Jesus was dealing with this issue back in the day of people having a facade. Like, and if our Savior was dealing with this, you know, you already know you're going to be dealing with it, too. You know, like, it was Jesus and he had to deal with this. People, you know, doing too much on the religious side but not having a relationship and so he was very adamant about calling that out you know and i love that he was teaching his disciples and his followers to not be that way you know continue to learn but i was thinking about the fig tree as we were going through this and after doing a little bit of a study and realizing like you know jesus was rolling through um bethany one day with him and his crew and he was hungry and he saw a fig tree and it had leaves on it like it had fruit on it, but it didn't. Mm. And when he went, we walked over to the tree and it didn't have no fruit. What did he do? He cursed it. So d- don't present like you got fruit and you don't. That, that, that's, that's all I got to say. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the disciples were able to witness that on his way back out of Bethany. But he was just saying like, listen, listen, you need to have some fruit. That is the evidence of that relationship. You know, like you're going to have fruit from your relationship. <clears throat> Not necessarily fruit from you being religious every day and just doing things, paying your tithes, showing up on Sunday, giving your first fruit. That don't mean you're going to have no fruit. You know, that's just to test your heart. That's God trying to see what do you believe in your heart. But you got to have that connection with him first for him to honor the sacrifice. That's why we fast and do those different things, Focus, is because God has to tear away things to get to our heart. He understands like you're going to be putting on that front and that side. You can't you can't pay to get this type of relationship. You can't sow enough seeds to get this type of relationship. With me. You're going to have to have a relationship with me. You know, that's right. what. Yeah. So that that's how that works. So um, it ain't show up for church every Sunday for a year and you got a relationship with God. It don't work like that. You have to have a relationship with God, you know. So, um, yeah, this is. This was a good one. And trust me, I'll take people to have a relationship with God any day over people who are just religious. Because religious people ain't going to help to pray me on to the light when I'm on my deathbed. (laughs) I need you to know that you know that you know that you know God. You know, when it it gets down to some, you know, some days. So, um, no, this was a a good one. This is a tough one uh, for some people to eat. You know, especially religious people. I heard you talking about, we were talking about seminary and things like that. And it's not for everybody. It's for those who are called. And it doesn't make you better than anybody. And you know, I know some people, they just go online now and apply for their doctorate. And people be calling them doctor, uh, reverend, uh, John. And, That's and another like, show, Dice. Don't do it. That's another show, Dice. Don't do it. What? Don't do it. How you do don't that? Do How you do that? Ooh, don't do it. I don't, don't do that, it. That, 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 
that gets me. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> How are we doing this? Honorary doctorate. Okay. But that don't make your relationship with God any better than mine or any tighter than the one that I have with God. So all them titles, that's cute. That's cute when you want to put it on a flyer because you're showing up and because you got a minister there. That's cute. But still, God... God still wants that relationship and God still sees that heart and God still expects you to have some fruit. So, um, I don't know. Uh, we fruiting over here. Fruity loops. Fruity okay. loops. Fruity loops over here. Uh, like uh, apples uh, and oranges. I put it in apples, oranges, bananas, we, that, we just bananas over here. Like, so it's, it's not a game. It's not a game. <laughs> it's not a game. L- listen, we appreciate y'all rocking with us again today. Mm. Um, I would be just waking up. Listen, you want to hit that rewind button. If you're on yeah. the Sirius XM app right now, hit mm. that rewind button. Um, go back. Uh, we had a great conversation today. We talked about woo, religion versus relationship. And listen, um, we also had an exclusive uh, spiritual detox featuring our brother, yeah. Three the Soul God. Uh, the, forgive me, Three the Soul oh. Trapper. Forgive yeah. me, Three the Soul Trapper. <laughs> so definitely tapping for that. Listen, if you uh, missed yesterday's show, stop mm. playing. We talked about unity and CHH yesterday. Go to the holyculture.net app mm-hmm. right now and hear that rewind of yesterday's uh, mm-hmm. show. Listen, follow us on social media at The Fix Radio Show. That's D-A-F-I-X-X Radio Show mm-hmm. on every social media platform. We mm-hmm. on TikTok, we on Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so listen, uh, you, you definitely want to keep it locked. We have exclusive content coming real soon too as well oh, on yeah. the YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, so follow us there. Make sure you follow us on Holy Culture Radio's YouTube channel too as well for all of the clips as well as all the podcast um, platforms too as well. The Fix Morning Show, the Fix Radio Show. We out here. Yeah. Stop it. We, we out here a little They're bit playing. everywhere. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> listen, uh, tell somebody. Uh, We're going to continue to push. We talked about unity this week. Listen, if you're listening to the station, please tell somebody tell about somebody. this station today. Please, listen, please. we have a 24-7 dedicated station oh, that yeah. pushes nothing but kingdom music, kingdom R&P all day, every day. We have great shows with great talk topics, mm-hmm. great DJs with mixed shows. We got everything you need here. Listen, mm-hmm. so listen, go to Holy holyculture.com um, mm-hmm. forgive me holyculturradio.com for all of the lists of all the shows so you know when they play but tell somebody we need to spread the word that Holy Culture Radio is right here on Sirius XM mm-hmm. channel 154 let's do it y'all it's 2023 let's do something different yeah <laughs> as always remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive mm-hmm. Jesus Christ is always the answer kingdom advancement should always be your goal the fix mm-hmm. is in we out peace y'all